Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, bringing in the new year right, Johnny Profita, and back with me to kick off 2023, hopefully a better year than 2022, at least for me, is Justin Hill, Billy Boy Campbell. What's happening, man? Oh, nothing too much. Survived the holiday season and the snowpocalypse and everything else and here we are yeah chicago welcomed me back with some wonderful weather for the holidays made uh flight flights very interesting funny enough none of my flights my actual well only one of my flights got canceled which was uh from chicago to milwaukee which i was telling you off air was not a big deal like the only problem was Luckily, I didn't get uh, a bitch of a teller at the airport because they they always insist on putting you on another flight. Like they won't just leave you in the middle of a, you know, like a two, three leg journey. They won't just let you like walk out of the airport without putting you on another flight. And I, I was able to like talk this lady into just being like, yeah, whatever. Just put me on another flight, but check my bags to Chicago because I'm not getting on it. And uh, she didn't seem to care too much. I know there's. If I got that bitch from fucking Cancun from last year, I would have never been been able to pull that off. The funniest thing was because I changed my flight, I originally booked it on the Hopper app, and then I changed it directly with the airline to try to beat the storm. I didn't end up beating it, but Hopper still had me down for the later flight, which was like on the Friday instead of the, the Thursday flight. And as of Wednesday, like the day before that storm was supposed to hit Chicago, they were offering me insurance on the flight that I wasn't even going to be on for like 80 bucks. If any one of those flights from uh, PV to Milwaukee and back got delayed by more than an hour, I got a full fucking refund, <laughs> which ended up happening. They ended up canceling again the Chicago to Milwaukee flight that I wasn't actually going to be on. And uh, they made good on that promise. I just hope they don't go fucking bankrupt before I can use the, use the credit. Because they were, they gave me like an extra 100 bucks if I just took the credit instead of cash. So I oh figured my. I would yeah cash in on that. Which, you know, that was a nice little holiday gift. I, I couldn't believe it. On Wednesday, like afternoon, they were still offering insurance on that flight for like practically nothing. I mean, I was betting $80 to win 600 <laughs> I'll take that any fucking day. Uh, so Thursday before the storm hit, <clears throat> the the girls and I took our ferret to the vet. The our our ferret has been a little under the weather, so I took her to the vet and um, 
when we got to the vet's office, it was like, I think it was 42 degrees outside. And it was like not real pretty, but it wasn't doing anything. An hour and 15 minutes later, when we got out, it was 12 degrees and like snow was just driving. It was like crazy. Uh, the, the, the girls, I had to run into the pharmacy to get some stuff that they had prescribed for, for the ferret. And um, when I got back in the truck, it's like everything that's all the water on the truck is complete ice. Like that's, there's no, none of that's water. And the girls were like, really? And they're like rolling the windows down and touching because the the truck was covered in in what looked like water. It was all just solid ice. Like everything, everything was freezing really quick. Uh, I'm I'm surprised we didn't see more wrecks on the way home. We saw like one one truck off in a ditch, and otherwise it was mostly a smooth ride at home. But usually around here, as soon as the weather turns bad, everybody just loses their shit they these motherfuckers can't drive when it's like sunny and clear much less yeah. if there's any adverse effects yeah i i saw several on the drive from chicago to milwaukee on that thursday night this one guy is lucky to be alive like he at two seconds later and he would have been just annihilated by a semi and then there was a huge accident the other way that involved like three different tractor trailers it it looked really bad um and then there were yeah like two or three more others that i saw two of them happen right in front of me it's just like jesus christ man what a white knuckle ride back um but yeah it all it all worked out for me a bunch of people's flights got canceled if like southwest has just been fucking taking it on the chin um so hopefully everybody else had a nice holiday season you were all able to make it to your destinations do you have a nice new year's if we didn't really do anything yeah. we're, we're old and boring yeah uh, you know my uh my uncle and his friends have this like tradition they always go to this one restaurant and do like a really nice dinner i've been going to that like the last couple of years they've been doing it for like 20 years it's crazy and uh so we do that and then they go to this like stupid gringo bar that old people love so yeah, it's always it's always fun here. Fireworks, it's the weather's nice. You know, if it wasn't if I was in Chicago, of course, I would not be fucking doing anything. I, I always hated New Year's. Um just hated it. Like this claw, yes. like trying to like it was always freezing and snowing, and it's impossible to get anywhere. And everybody's doing something that's like a million miles away. I'm just like, yeah. At some point, I would just go to dinner and I would just stay at like the restaurant. You know, with like a girl I was dating or something until midnight and then just go home. But yeah, yeah I, since college, I really haven't like if I knew that I had people to hang out with or somewhere to go, then I would do something. We we had some friends over a couple of years ago and just like played dominoes and sat around the house and drank and shot the shit. And like that's that's about the extent of what I'm going to do on a New Year's anyway, is just have have like a you know close group of friends over and just hang out and drink and shoot the shit and play games and stuff like that i'm not i've never been a super big part of your type anyway yeah well especially if you're if you're not like on the market i don't see what the point of going through all that is <laughs> like whatever yeah just stay home have a little uh dinner party or something with some close friends call it a night um i have been doing a lot of reflecting on 2022 over the last uh week or two and 
I think I've been pretty vocal about how shitty of a year it was for me. <laughs> I don't know. About, I've talked about a lot of it on the podcast, but certainly with you and and some of the uh, inner circle listeners who get a, a better glimpse into my day to day life. Um, 2022, not not a great year for me overall. And uh, of course, they weren't going to let me get away, you know, get through the year without one last kick in the nuts. But um, you have any uh, any thoughts, any um, insights you want to share with the listeners after another year in the books? I don't know if I have anything super insightful. Um, I think what we I think what everybody learned from 2022 is trust your gut. If uh, if if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, then it's probably a duck. And that's that's what we've learned with all of the conspiracy theories that have been proven true over the last year, because 2022 was really a very revealing year in terms of all the shit that everybody was saying from April of 2020 all the way through all of 2021. 2022 bore out that we were right on like 98% of all of that. And the stuff that we were wrong on, we were only wrong by a little bit. Like we, yeah. we weren't that far off, off a little bit. And it was like the negligible thing, like the, the big stuff that actually mattered. Uh, we were like spot on about I have a, one article to talk about on that today, but yeah, I would say the one of the big takeaways from 2022 is that they've officially overplayed the conspiracy theorist jargon card or whatever. Like calling somebody a conspiracy theorist now is like a fucking compliment. It's not a derogatory term. I don't think it's going to have any of the cachet or any of the weight that it had before uh, because conspiracy theorists have been proven right on so many big events over the last uh, couple of years that that they've overplayed that hand now and it's become a a meaningless term or yeah, a complimentary, like people are going to wear it as a badge of honor instead of being shamed to go against the the mainstream narrative. Well, and the term conspiracy theory was, I believe it was created by the FBI following the JFK assassination, which they then, confirmed was actually the cia yeah yeah, exactly right which is just it's so classically fucking funny where it's just like yeah no these are conspiracy theorists and they keep burying the fucking evidence decade after decade they keep pushing back the date they're gonna let us know that the 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 original conspiracy theorists were also right about (laughs) probably a large portion of the jfk assassin we still don't know for sure how deep that rabbit hole goes. Uh, my actually, my grandpa, my mom's dad was an FBI agent based in Chicago. And I found out I found this out after he died. He got called into DC to work the fucking JFK assassination because um what's his face? Got the fucking rifle from Chicago. The, the magic rifle that nobody can fucking replicate the shots on. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald. Jesus, I don't know. I, yeah. I killed a lot of brain cells this past couple of days. Uh, so, yeah, he actually got called in to work this case and he came back and like he was just. You know, he was one of these guys that really believed in like 
the honor of the system and like these were these were going to be like and he came back he's like oh nobody's ever going to know what like this is the the biggest fucking cover up i've ever seen i have no idea what happened nobody's ever going to know and that's basically what he told my mom when uh when he got done with all of this and i think that was a uh, that was somewhat of a red pill for him and he never fucking talked about any of this shit when he was alive which drove me crazy because I was always trying to figure out something to talk to him about, like Christmas and Thanksgiving and shit. And that would have been a nice, uh, especially when, I mean, I was pretty old when he died. I was like 23 or 24 or something when he died. So, like, we could have had, like, some really cool conversations about this. But, uh, nope. He kept shit real tight, real tight-lipped, close to the vest. And, uh, but yeah, no, even he said he he had no idea. But he he thought, I think he was thinking that the mob was more involved than the CIA. But uh, you know, who knows? I just I just don't understand the logic of that because I have heard that theory before. But the mob was the reason that he got elected to begin with. So like, why would they turn around and off their own guy that they put that much effort into getting in? Like, it just never made sense. Um, yeah, we could uh, we could go down all kinds of rabbit right, holes. Yeah, that's gonna be a. A topic for another show, but back to the whole uh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorists um, insult. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the major white pills, I guess, of the last year is that these narratives are not only like completely falling apart, but people are really waking up to the fact that, oh, the, like these people are totally full of shit. Um. What's her fit? What was that? Uh, that Asian lady, Lena something or uh, Doctor? Uh, ah, shit. Leanna Wynn. Leanna Wynn. That's the one. Like she came out and admitted, basically admitted that the um the pandemic of the unvaccinated was a complete bullshit lie. Um, where I just I was just reading an article today that uh, public health experts are sounding the alarm about another new Omicron variant that's dubbed XBB rapidly spreading across the Northeast. And basically what they're warning about is the thing that we warned about on this podcast many, many, um, is it many years ago? Was it two years ago? It might've been early 2021, I think when or maybe like at the height of the vaccine stuff when when they we were... yeah when they first rolled the vaccine out was around november of 2020 and when they started pushing for the mandates was early 2021 and that's so that's when a lot of people like us started having the conversations about like you do realize that this is going to be a, a never-ending thing yeah but so what we were noticing is that the vaccines not stopping transmission so you can still get it and you can still spread it and it's causing like milder symptoms in people. So the, I remember making this point was like, it's making it, it's giving the virus like a lot more time inside your body to figure out ways around the, um, the defenses that the vaccines were putting up. And so it was causing a lot more mutations, uh, more frequent muta mutations and more uh, transmittable ones. Whereas if you had the the natural immunity, it was more like broad spectrum defense. 
and the the vaccine was just like this one spike pro like this one specific thing that they were targeting and so you you did have better defense if you were uh, naturally immunitized but what's happening now is that these these um variants are living in these uh vaccinated bodies a really long time and figuring out ways around all of the the vaccination so it's basically causing more mutations and more effective mutations they're they're harder to defend against even for the ones even for the people with natural immunity they're having a harder time uh defending against these um, newly mutated variants that have basically been able uh, to mutate thanks to these vaccines. And so it, it actually turns out that not only was Leanna Wynn's epic, you know, bullshit claim, a, a total lie, it was the exact opposite of what's happening. It's, oh, the vaccinated are actually causing more mutations than the unvaccinated. And the pandemic is being perpetuated by those that that are supposed to be the one the responsible ones um you know protecting society and doing the right thing and stopping this you know this disease in its tracks but it, it really is just unbelievable every couple of months something comes out and it's just like oh yeah if only um these doctors had sounded the alarm a year and a half ago like i did on this podcast like if i could figure this out it just made like sense to me logically that this was going to cause a lot more fucking like if it if you can still get it and it can live in your body and like figure out ways around these vaccines it's going to cause like more mutations than people that were naturally immunized that were it was harder for them to get it and yeah so not only was it a lie but the exact opposite was true well and it's like the only way that something like this works is if it actually shuts it down and it prevents it entirely like the only way that you stop something like this is you completely eradicate it you know like smallpox vaccine stuff like that like they actually stop it and put an end to it and then it can't continue to spread with these if you can still get it even if after you've had the vaccination well anybody that's like grown up around agriculture or farms or stuff knows like whenever you use pesticides or herbicides if the bugs are still there, if the weeds are still there that you're trying to kill, they eventually develop a tolerance and then you have to try new methods to to fight them off. So like every so often, like every few years, you have to rotate out what you're using to against the bugs, against the the different type of um, like uh, <clears throat> weeds and stuff that, that are aggressive in fields. You have to rotate what you're doing every so often to to be able to effectively combat them and correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure we're still using like iteration one of this vaccine i know they've talked about coming out with a new that there's a new vaccine that's um geared towards omicron but has that actually has that actually come out I'm, no like they it, were talking it about like, it some it's months the original ago, one yeah it's the original and the ba5 variants so yeah the they, what they call them the bivalent vaccines that target yeah they target the original wuhan and the ba5 variants or with the breakthrough infections um but yeah they don't have anything as far as i know that's um updated 
to the the most recent thing, which was another point we were making. They were always going to be behind the curve on this. And to the, the point you were just making, um, that was the original definition of a vaccine. The, you know, it would stop transmission and like you couldn't get it if you were vaccinated. And which is why we actually did an episode. It might have been a solo episode on my part that was like, these aren't vaccines. And I think that probably helped get us kicked off of YouTube and everything else because they fucking changed the definition of a vaccine. You can, you know, you can fuck around with the def- the dictionary definition. I know they're doing this with women and fe- like all this stupid shit. You can, you can change the definition if you want. Those are just words on paper. You can't deny the reality of the situation. I mean, these are, these are laws of economics, of biology, of fucking science, um, whatever. It doesn't matter what you put on paper. <laughs> like life finds a way, as they say in uh, Jurassic Park. And yeah, they're going to fucking like they're going to figure out ways to mutate and get around whatever, you know, old defense we've come up with. And if that defense is ineffective to begin with, then, yeah, of course, it's going to cause more problems in the future because you didn't stop it. You you just made it stronger. It's like survival, Darwinism, survival of the fittest, whatever. Each mutation is going to be harder to deal with than the next one. Might not be as deadly, but it'll be more contagious. Even if we ignore the whole fact that this thing was man-made and the the lab the lab leak thing, like early on, they knew that this thing was highly adaptive, that it would mutate. So it, it only makes sense that the the more of a uh, opportunity you give it, the more likely it is to mutate, and and the more it's going to mutate. I mean, and and also at this point, the XBB whatever is effectively a a cold. I mean, it's really no, nothing to it. Everybody, um, there was a, I think it was the New York Post had, had posted the thing about XBB is the, is now the dominant strand in America or something. And like, most of the comments were like, yeah, I had it last week. It's a, it's a cold. It's, like, yeah. it's the, which is again, something that we were saying early on is, all right, this thing is going to run hot and heavy for a while. And then it's going to start to mutate. And eventually it becomes a, thing that's going to very closely resemble a cold and flu virus right and it, it took out the weakest among us the very old and immunocompromised people which again really easy to see coming and if you're gonna come up with a policy it should be like okay lock those weaklings in in their houses if they want to or whatever but the rest of us should be going out and getting this thing so that our natural immune or like we have the exact same kind of uh you know r- response to this as the virus does like we will adapt to it as well if you let us if you start injecting us with all this weird shit um that compromises our immune system and who knows i mean how how far you want to go with the conspiracy theory if there's like nanotechnology in there or something and they're injecting you with like 5g uh graphite or whatever like i don't know like they they do some of these do, do sound a little fucking crazy when you really start going down these rabbit holes but i don't know the track record of the so-called conspiracy theorists speak for itself but yeah it, it works say, i don't both know about ways. all the yeah i don't know about the 5g and the the nanobots but it has i i need to find it there was an article that came out uh last week sometime that talked about how people who received the vaccine are now showing a 
compromised immune system and being able to fight other stuff. Like it's, uh, it did what all of us conspiracy theorists said it was going to do. It kind of rewrote your, your immune system. And now you have a very specific type of, of immunity and a very specific type of protection, but it doesn't work. And it's also causing a compromise when just trying to fight off regular cold and flu and, and other stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was like a, a really ineffective set of crutches or something for your immune system. It, it really didn't do much. Uh, there was very little upside for most people. And we still don't know the extent of the downside. And, and yeah, like I was saying, like we have the exact same uh, like biological responses as all these other things do. And you just kind of have to let nature take its course it is another big takeaway for me from 2022 like maybe we shouldn't be fucking around with some of this stuff especially that we if we haven't studied it and figured it out um the science was not settled on any of this every study that they point to turns out to be complete bullshit uh i, I don't think we had time to uh cover that you know one of the last interviews that fauci did where he cited that study that said vaccines saved like 20 million lives or something like that he was on did you see that interview uh, we should pull, it, i mean it was so long ago i don't know if it was you know it was like three weeks ago or something i don't know if we should pull up the audio or not but he's citing all of these oh the vaccine did this and it did that and then um you you click on the fucking links to it and it's just like oh no they just completely made this up they came up with a model they assumed vaccines were effective and then based off of those assumptions they made all these projections about how many lives they saved and how, how much good it did this and how much good it did that and there was nothing scientific about it whatsoever yeah, that's, that's evidence-based medicine that's how it works uh, go back and check out my episode of fact check this from the 28th i went in like in depth on the way that they actually do these studies and stuff it's fucking insane like there's no science there's no actual real evidence it, it's, it's it's exactly what you said they go in with an assumption of this is what we think that is, is going to happen and then anything that doesn't meet the expectation of that assumption they throw it out as not being valid yeah i mean if i assume that the vaccine is 95 percent effective at safe and effective and then i build a model based off of that assumption obviously i'm going to get the results from my assumption did you see the numbers on that so the pfizer trial 44,000 participants that they base their uh, statistics off of, except for of the 44,000, only 170 actually received any type of a shot. And of the 170, only eight actually received the vaccine. The other 162 received the placebo. But that's how they got their 95 or 98% efficacy was based off of eight people out of 44,000. Who actually received the okay, vaccine? Nice, and I bet they were like really. What were the age groups? <laughs> the only only a couple were in the older range. Yeah, Most of them like were 20, in the, yeah, like twenty eight to like forty five year old. Twenty yeah, twenty to twenty to forty five was the bulk of the ones who received it. I think six yeah. of the eight were in the twenty to forty five range. Shocking, of course. Yeah, so the ninety five percent, like well, eighty percent of them or whatever, like. Dude, I, I don't even have to look at the study to know what the number, like to know the shit that they're going to pull. Because if I was trying to fucking bamboozle people, that's exactly what I would do. It's it's fucking it's criminal what they've been doing. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like any heads are going to roll over this. But man, 
what an unbelievable propaganda campaign and just the biggest string of lies I've ever seen uh, from government, which says a lot because pretty much everything they say is a lie. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. You know them well by now. They're our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your morning started right with the taste of freedom. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code Fiction. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. And we are back. So yeah, I, I thought it was... Pretty interesting that these articles keep coming out. Of course, they're not getting any traction in the corporate press. Um, but these actually link to studies that seem like they were at least um when you hear the word study, it conforms to the historical definition of what a study is. They're not going in with a, a bunch of un uh, ridiculous assumptions. You know, starting with the conclusion and then sort of reverse engineering a study to see what happens. They're they're noticing trends. They're coming up with a hypothesis and then they're testing it to see if um, if their hypothesis is correct. Which is, you know, if you took a science class and even in a government school, that's at least the way they used to teach it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, man. It's it really is just kind of a scary time for uh for the sciences to watch to watch how badly government has perverted everything that that helps mankind <laughs> like that you can't rely on science anymore e education is a disaster the economy as we're going to see in the next uh year or so is a, is an unmitigated disaster. I mean, what's inflate? They're admitting to what seven percent inflation, something like that. Now, I it, think it, I think they've I think they've fessed up to like eight. Okay, down from eight and a half, maybe. But it's like, dude, the prices of everything are, are at least double that. It's at least sixteen percent. I mean, anything anything I bought in the U.S. was twenty percent plus higher than the last time I was there buying things. Um, have you seen all the stuff going around about the price of eggs? It makes, makes me glad that I have chickens. You got chickens. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I've heard it. I haven't seen a lot going up. What is it? What does a dozen egg, eggs cost now? Uh, some places it's $8 Jeez. for a dozen eggs. Yeah. I I've mean, seen, I never I have even... seen as I've seen as high as $10 for a dozen. Um, I should see what they cost here. I mean, I've never even looked at the price of eggs because it was so negligible. Right. I mean, it was just like, yeah, it was like a buck or two and you get 12 eggs and I'd probably only get through like eight or 10 of them before they went bad. I just throw the other two out. Like, I don't give a shit. They're eggs. 
they're basically free. <laughs> well, and that, uh, so like my my wife used to give me a hard time when when we first started raising chickens, and I would sell the eggs because I would sell them for three dollars a dozen, which is about the going rate for like um, organic, cage free, farm fresh, baby. Yeah, that all that bullshit, which is more or less what our chickens are. Um, I was like, it's it's about the going rate, but now as just like regular eggs are shooting through the roof, like man, maybe I ought to start raising my prices too. Can you do something to make your chickens um, produce more eggs? You get one a day. How often do you get eggs out of chickens? I have no idea. We have uh, eight chickens, and during the summer when it's warm and they're really laying, I'll get anywhere from seven to ten a day. So sometimes you get two a day out of some of them um which i mean 10 7 to 10 eggs a day is a lot for that is a lot of eggs you, yeah. you can do a lot of baking with that <laughs> this is some good hillbilly shit here i i also i think um i don't know if a lot of people know this but they they shit and produce eggs out of the exact same hole right they don't yeah, have a they don't have an egg hoo ha no, no no it's all them yeah all out of the a same lot of times your a lot of times your eggs will have uh, shit on them but okay so here's the thing now this this grosses some people out weirds people out you don't wash your eggs like you you take a take like a dry cloth or something and you you know wipe them down and get them get them cleaned off but you do not wash them because they uh the chicken produces an enzyme that coats the egg when it comes out of their you know laying hole and it um it like preserves the egg. So a, an unwashed egg will last like one and a half to two times as long as a washed egg. So like the eggs you're buying at the grocery store, they are specifically designed to go bad because they like they steam wash them and everything to make them look pretty. And mm -hmm. uh, it takes away that protective coat that naturally protects and preserves the egg. That is interesting. What do they call the egg hole? Does it have a name? What? The uh, hole that all this stuff comes out of in chickens. <laughs> I don't know. I... Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I meant to ask you when you were talking about, how do you know that a fucking ferret is sick? Uh, she had diarrhea and she was looking, she was getting real skinny and kind of looking pathetic. <laughs> all this hillbilly shit. Yeah. All right. Well, what about we're gonna egg? have a baby goat sometime soon too? Another one? Yeah. How's the Stephanie is... sold him because I told her uh, we are not equipped for multiple goat. We're we're equipped for two goats on this farm. So you either sell him or I'm eating him. And she sold him. Man, I just needed like another six months, and he would have been about the right size, but <laughs> she she sold him on me. Oh man. And so what about this? Uh, I've heard about this egg. We'll get back into the important topics in a minute, but we haven't done a, a special hillbilly section, uh, section in a while egg. So when back to the egg thing, egg separating or whatever, like can't somehow people can just tell, is, is there any truth to this that like which egg is female and which egg is male? Have you heard any of this before? Uh, you know, there's like there's like a way that you would train people to do it, but after a while they would just go off of like instinct and they would be right like almost a hundred percent of the time. I don't I don't know anything about that. I'm Somebody not, look into that. And say I'm not breeding chickens, I'm just getting eggs, huh? Okay. Yeah, there was like some way to tell, like you because you can't really tell if it's a, a 
a female or like a a chick or something. Well, that's like with a the with the baby chickens. Uh, you can get the pullet. Like if you go buy chickens, you can get pullets, which are supposed to be all female. I have never once gotten all females. There's always one one rooster in the bunch, and then I always end up having to cut that bastard's head off and cooking him. Yeah, well, because there's like I, there's not like a good way of telling, and it's it's all it's like an instinct thing that somehow people develop it. We gotta look into this. That's your assignment for for the next episode. I want to know how they separate chickens <laughs> by right. male and female, even though you know we're not supposed to talk about uh, binary male female whatever anymore. But the gen traditional gender roles only exist in the animal kingdom, not in the not in the human kingdom. Yeah, we're we're not animals aren't anymore, are we? No, no. <laughs> Somehow we we've almost become dumber than a lot of the animals. <laughs> We have we have transcended nature now. We just come up with this shit on our own. Yeah. I am thinking about uh, expanding while we're on the hillbilly shit. I am thinking about expanding my farm and getting some uh, getting some pigs and raising some pigs and then also getting rabbits and starting to raise rabbits. Not a bad idea. I mean, another big takeaway from 2022. uh, Just always be prepared. Get start your own farm, start your own garden, like start taking care of shit for yourself so that you don't have to deal with, you know, the grocery store, literally not having anything. Right. Um, or yeah. And like build a community of people that have those things that you can trade with or something because uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't think we've even seen the, the tip of the iceberg as to how bad things are going to get. And I mean, there, there's just so many people in the U.S. that are unprepared for anything, for any minor inconvenience, let alone like a devastating depression where you can't put like basic essentials uh, on your kitchen table. Well, Johnny, that's because those people don't have a need for farmers or or hunters. They can just go to the grocery store and get all of their food. They don't need a farmer to do any of that for no. them. No, in fact, they they look down on those people. Yeah, it it really is just uh, there. There's a day of reckoning coming for those types of people, and they are gonna rue the day that they uh, they make fun of all these uh, redneck hillbillies. Like I've ever done that before. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be over here with my steady supply of rabbit meat and and uh, pork and, and my eggs. giant my giant garden that is sourced. Straight from a good friend who has his own seed company. So I don't have to worry about any of that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many people that, you know, they write these articles. They're like, oh, most uh, Americans can't even handle like a five unexpected $500 bill. Well, what are you going to do when you maybe you have the $500, but there's nothing to buy with it? That's a bigger problem. I mean, we've always been able to go into debt and, you know, people can scrounge together 500 bucks if they really have to figure out a way to get it. But if there's, if the thing that you need is not available to purchase, then what the fuck are you going to do? Anyway, uh, the other um, article I wanted to talk about, which I thought was interesting because I hadn't seen anybody talk and well for good reason because we're still trying to figure out what the fuck was in this infrastructure bill um nobody knows what's in these things it's so ridiculous the 
we were talking about the uh the fourth four thousand one hundred plus pages of this thing, one point seven trillion. Nobody reads it. They get it like the night before. I I, I just can't believe that they are able to operate like this. And, and they, it's always an emergency. This is the way government gets things done, right? They wait until the last second, and then it's too important for us to, you know, quibble over the details of it. We just got to pass it. And because otherwise, the government would shut down or, or terrible things would happen. Um, I would love to see an actual government shutdown. Do you remember years ago, like six, seven years ago, when they would actually shut down the government for like a few days or something? And they would actually spend more money with like trying to shut down like the stupid shit that like tours of the White House and like the monument. You couldn't go see the Washington Monument or something. They would have to pay like extra staff to make sure that nobody was going to look at these things. Yeah, it was just it was all just such bullshit. And of course, the worst aspects of the government never shut down. They never stopped doing all the things that actually cost a bloody fortune. I do remember there were a couple times where they would do like the they would actually come up to their deadline and they would actually shut down for a couple of days. And there were a couple of times when they did that, the the day after the shutdown, the stock market just like spiked. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? Oh, they're shut down. I guess they don't, they're not going to be collecting any taxes for me now. Um, yeah, but you would actually see like government spending tick up a little bit during the shutdown, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And then anybody that they actually laid off or put on the temporary whatever got reinstated with back pay. So they got a fucking paid vacation. Like, it's just so goddamn outrageous. And they call it a shutdown. It's like, no, no, we just engineered a way to give, uh, you know, a few hundred thousand government employees a paid vacation for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But they make it sound like your life is going to end unless your wise overlords in Washington are there to oversee every aspect of your life and make sure that things are going OK. Well, Johnny, if the government shuts down, who's going to plow the roads when we've got all of this right. snow? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know if I talked about this on after we started rolling, but for the listeners, I did drive from Chicago to Milwaukee in the middle of the blizzard. I guess you could call it a blizzard. It wasn't really a blizzard. In the middle of the snowstorm, I saw five accidents, five accidents going through the state of Illinois, mostly Chicago, and one snowplow. Five to one ratio. 20% increase in my property taxes. Uh, I'm not liking these numbers. I was like, I better see a fucking snowplow every two minutes, salting and plowing these roads because they're taking a lot of money from me for these fucking roads and these schools that are unusable. And I, I don't know what, uh, what other aspects of uh, civilized society property taxes allegedly go towards. A couple years ago, we had a really bad snowstorm come through here and the schools were shut down for like a week and a half. And it was, they actually ran it on the news where they talked about the fact that the, the road department did not want to spend the extra money to have the plows out actually doing their job. So they were just out like the plows were out, but they were just out driving around. They weren't putting salt down 
and they didn't have their plows down actually plowing the road. They were just out riding, joyriding because the state or the uh, the road department didn't want to spend the extra money to have them actually drop the plow and spread salt. So schools were out for like a week and a half and everything was a complete disaster because they didn't want us like, what the fuck are my taxes going right. towards? No, you know, they're saving it for, yeah, they're saving it for a real story. It reminds me of dude, my, my same grandpa, the FBI agent, he's like 96 years old. And my mom would always give him like these really, you know, like a nice uh, shirt or sweater or something for Christmas and he was always like, oh, I'm saving like he would never wear it. He's like saving it for a special occasion. And it's like, Dad, you're fucking 96 years old. How many more special occasions do you think you got in you? <laughs> it ain't much. It ain't much. Like, what are you saving this for? Use it. You can't take it with you. Yeah. Oh, God, it's just so fucking unbelievable. But so buried in this infrastructure bill. Is something that I found pretty goddamn alarming and it's not getting a lot of fanfare so this is uh the 2021 infrastructure bill uh he signed it november of 2021 so this is the like the the, the previous bill this isn't the most recent uh 4000 page fucking debacle that we were alluding to before there's um a measure sold as a safety device and the safety device is to prevent drunk driving obviously it's it's for your own good it's for your own safety and they will be able to uh so every car made after 2026 is going to have to have this safety device on it so if you buy a car after 2026 in the united states it's going to have this safety device on it and it's a it's essentially a remote control kill switch for your vehicle that the car manufacturer can set off, the police can set off, or the government can fucking set off whenever they want. Um, I mean, like, yeah, they, they'll come up with an, an explanation for why it's in your best. In, like, uh, it's a matter of safety. Where have we heard that before? Oh, just every time government encroaches on your liberties, it's for safety purposes right and this sound yeah it sounds like a good idea it's the car senses you swerving around the the road and it's just going to put the kill switch on it and then you know the the cops will show up and you'll get a dui and a ride uh, you know a, a free ride to the uh police station spend the, the night in the drunk tape or whatever the exact wording is it says that the device must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to actually accurately identify whether that driver may be impaired and prevent or limit motor vehicle operation if an impairment is detected so this is being sold as a as a safety measure to make sure that drunk drivers are, aren't out on the road but so when when, when my uh, kid's mom got a google home a couple years ago, the kids were all excited and they were like, oh, oh, look, this Google Home. So cool. I said, you turn that shit off and don't bring it in my house. And they're like, but why? It only listens if you say, I said, it's listening to you all the time. They said, no, no, it only listens if you say, hey, Google. So I looked at my daughter and I said, man, your brother smells bad today. And he got all offended. And I said, no, I didn't say, hey, Sean. So you couldn't hear me. And then it, and then it hit them. They were like, oh, in order for it to hear you say, hey, Google, it has to be listening to you all the time. That's what this like yeah. passively monitor the performance of a driver to find out whether you might be impaired. 
So that means it's watching you all the time. It's and always it's on. Reporting that information back to whoever is connected to your car. And they can use it for fucking anything they want. The language is vague, impairment. Uh, they can come up with a justification for it. You know, they could say, oh, well, you know, based off of this and maybe some social media posts or something, he's a, a danger to himself or others. So we're going to shut off his fucking vehicle. I, I mean, dude, if a private company tried to get away with this, you, you know, there's all this outrage over like, you know, Facebook and Google and, uh, you know, uh, what Instagram and TikTok, they're like collecting all your information and everything. And they give you that, you know, the long terms of agreement and everybody just skips through it and checks the box. Okay. I mean, at least you do that. Who the fuck signed up for this shit? I mean, this is outrageous. So they're going to be able to control everyone's fucking car after 2026. Every new car. You can't shut it off. It's always on. And they can do anything they want with it. Remember in Demolition Man where he had like the old Trans Am down in the sewers? Yeah. Because all the like... That's that's what we're gonna have to revert to. Like I thought, own- I thought of Demolition Man as soon as I was reading this article. I was like, God damn it, dude! That movie has a better track record than this pot. Like they were just fucking right about everything. The only thing we haven't gotten rid of yet is toilet paper. And if there's like another pandemic, we're probably gonna come up with a three seashell kind of thing, <laughs> just out of sheer desperation. There are there are special toilets for that already, Johnny. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really is just is unbelievable. Like, how can people fall for this after everything you've been through, after all of the abuses you've seen government do with the little it's always the camel's nose under the tent. It's always for this. It's for safety. It's to make sure the rich pay their fair share. It's never for you. Until until that you give them a reason for them to make it for you, and then they'll fucking turn that kill switch on. I, I mean, this is like, dude, to have this in an infrastructure bill. Uh, what does this have to do with infrastructure? Uh, because you're on the road. You're on the roads, yeah. But you might not even be on the road. I mean, they could just shut you off like while your car is in the garage, and then what are you gonna do? I mean, what if they institute another lockdown and they say you can't drive anywhere? Okay, we're just going to shut off everybody's fucking car unless you're an approved, uh, you know, uh, what do they call them? Who are the important people during the pandemic? Um, um, the essential workers. Essential workers. Thank you. Yeah. Um, still recuperating from this past weekend, ladies and gentlemen. My brain is, you should have seen me yesterday. <laughs> I was operating like 5% battery all day long um but yeah i i mean i just i found this to be fucking outrageous i i don't think i'll ever buy a new car um after like a car that was made after 2026 uh, the other thing is like it, the cost of this is just going to add to the price of a new car uh, this shit isn't free they, they they keep coming up with all these regulations and shit and all these mandates for these cars Cars are going to get more expensive. Gas is more expensive thanks to a lot of uh, the Biden administration policies. There's a bunch of taxes coming down the pike. Did you see that? The, the 2023 tax increases, they're almost exclusively in the fossil fuel industry. I mean, there's like four different ones that are kicking in this year. 
when they also let all of the uh, child tax credit stuff expire. So, so people who had been getting a tax break for having a stupid number of children like us, <laughs> that's all coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, another uh, funny aspect of this article that we were talking about, it's in the Western Journal, and I'll I'll try to remember to link to it in the description for those of you guys that want to read up on this thing. But they were talking about how this, the constitutionality of this has not um, been vetted yet. And as is typical per, you know, government operations, they don't worry about whether or not they can or it's legal. They just do it. And then after they encroach on your freedoms for a little bit, maybe it goes through the court system and gets and they get told that, oh, you can't do that anymore. And they're just like, OK, well, we at least we tried. Like with the vaccine stuff, that's the way they operated. They always just do it first and ask questions later. And there's no penalty for it. Well, but I mean, this would modern. That's the modern way of governing. They don't pass anything except for spending bills then anything that's included in a spending bill ends up going to executive authority. And then after it goes out, then you get the lawsuits and then you get to find out whether or not it was legal. Like they, they don't, they don't bother with legality or constitutionality or any no, of that because, stuff. Just, because it's an emergency. We can't be bogged down by these little details. We just got to do this and we'll figure it out later. It's dude. I mean, this is at least a violation of the fifth amendment. Right. Because you don't you you shouldn't have to fucking incriminate yourself. Um, The uh, there's an, what's the the uh, the Sixth Amendment right to face your accuser. Like, how are you going to come up against this like fucking device that's in your car that says you were impaired? That's bullshit. What if you were just driving? So there are God, there are states that use the uh, like the traffic cameras on like to enforce speed limits and that has gotten thrown out on multiple occasions. I mean, they still do it and they still send you a ticket because they're banking on the fact that you don't know that, that that's actually been thrown out in court and that they can't legally do that. So they're just hoping that you're going to like pay the ticket, but like using, using traffic cameras for, for speed enforcement is, is actually illegal. And a lot of States have upheld that they, that the cities that have been doing that can't do it and they can't actually mm -hmm. find you based off of that. Yeah. Oh, so they're, they're I, all I over feel like Chicago. This is all in the same camp. Yeah, they're they're to. all over Chicago. The red light cameras were bullshit. But you know the thing is, it's you know it's a hundred dollar ticket. It's a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Most people don't want to fucking go through the aggravation of dealing with the government court system to get through. You know they'll just pay the hundred bucks. Like you're gonna take a day off of work. You got to go down there. You got to make your case. You got to hope you get a fucking judge that isn't a complete fucking douchebag. It's like, it's a hundred bucks. Like, I'm just going to fucking complain about it to everybody for like a month and then you're over it. And it's, it, yeah, it's fucking criminal. Everything they do is fucking criminal. And this is just like the latest example. But I mean, the abuse that this potentially has is, I don't think I'm understating it. I mean, it's, this is, this could be pretty fucking serious. And we've already seen how they treat dissident voices and the conspiracy theory, uh, conspiracy theorists out there.
yeah, now they got your, your your house connected to the shit. You can turn off your heat if they, you know, if you if you got that thing going on, your thermostats, a smart thermostat or something like that. Now they can make sure you can't really leave your house. What else? What else are they gonna? I mean, it's just one thing after another. They just keep building towards this like complete totalitarian state. I can't believe that that well, nobody knows about this shit because nobody covers it, and they bury it in these thousand page bills. So I, I, I mean, another reason why. Uh, we need people to to listen to this show and to share this show and to get this kind of stuff out there because this is the kind of shit that we're talking about it now. And a few years from now, you're gonna be on the you know on the wrong side of this issue. You're gonna be feeling the government force that was like, oh yeah, well it it seems plausible. It seemed like a good idea to stop drunk driving. Who even knows what the definition of impairment is? That seems like very vague, and I bet you it varies from state to state. I, I, I mean, th- this is just ripe for abuse, and it's one more you know building block in this uh, in this project of theirs to just take complete control of the citizenry. Not enough people watched 1984 and all the other dystopian future movies and novels, and thought they're going to use this as a playbook. You should have you should have seen it coming. Yeah, it's funny that yeah they're like oh these all these movies are so prescient, but it's like were they or did people just take it and be like oh yeah we could probably get away with this? It's a good idea. But yeah, I mean this is I, I don't know. I mean after going through the last couple of years and you see how much government corruption there is and you see how much big tech is in bed with the government and just. I mean, they've got so much control over your daily life already. And now you're not even gonna be able to drive your car if they don't want you to. I mean, speaking of the big tech stuff, like sometime we need to sit down and just go through like all of the Twitter files stuff that's come out. Cause there's so much, I know we covered a little bit of it early on with like the first couple, but there's it's so more, much more yeah. to come out. And they're supposed to be, I think later this week, they're supposed to be coming out with um, like the COVID stuff. I think Elon had teased that that was going to be later in the week, like so much. And, and of course it's all, it's all stuff that the conspiracy theorists were saying all along, just being confirmed, but you know, it's like, it's kind of, kind of scary. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need you to put it into like boomer format for me. I can't deal with these like really long Twitter threads. I need you to just like put it into something that I can read like a book. I'll put, the, I'll put together the cliff notes version. Yeah, I mean, that is like the problem though with this. I mean, I I get why they sort of break it into pieces and put it out so that it stays in the in the news cycle longer. But it's like you just kind of I, I don't know, you you start to lose steam. You're you're talking about the same thing over and over and over again, and then having to sift through all these really long Twitter threads. I don't think Twitter is the best medium to do that. It's pretty funny, though, to put it out on Twitter. <laughs> There's something hilarious about that. Or it's just like, yeah, uh, here's a Twitter thread about how Twitter's been fucking you over for the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we're probably coming up on time, huh? I don't yeah, know. I think that's a good spot to wrap. Give a little right. preview of things to come one of these days once I uh, condense it all down to something that's Johnny digestible. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we need to make it. Uh, I mean, if I can understand it, I feel like all of our listeners will be able to as well. We'd like to, uh, you got to simplify things for me. And then, you know, 
if I can understand it, then a monkey can understand it. And then all of our highly intelligent listeners will be able to understand it as well. And they won't have to sift through the, the Twitter feeds and all this other shit. That's uh, why they keep us around to do the, the legwork and to read into these ridiculous fucking 4,000 page legislation. Dude, I still can't believe that this is the way government operates. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so outrageous, man. It's so fucking outrageous. They're operating at trillion dollar deficits. They wait till the last second to do everything. It's like the most irresponsible way of running any organization anyone's life if your friend was operating their life like this you'd just be constantly making fun of them and ridiculing them and be like dude you got to get your shit together you just w- go from one fucking crisis to the next you're in debt up to your eyeballs you're failing at everything but we're going to depend on you for all of this shit the, the most important things we can't leave that up to the free market which is just has has an unbelievable track record of providing you know, higher standards of living, everything that anyone's could ever want in their life, there's a market for it. And everything's cheaper, better, more efficient, uh, you know, more technologically advanced with every passing year. No, no, can't can't leave any of this up to the free market. We need to leave it to these fucking retards in Washington, DC, who can't can't do anything without making it into like this huge production, way over budget. And just constant, unmitigated disasters. So I'm sure 2023 will be no different. So we'll have a lot of material to cover on this podcast. And uh, I don't, you got anything coming up? You got a plug? Uh, next Monday, January. No, ninth? Is, that? is that the ninth? 10th. Sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday, the 10th. Tenth. Uh, I will be having Jason Rink, who has the uh, Q sent me documentary about the QAnon shaman from January 6th and he's done a bunch of other stuff uh Jay Jason picked up Kanye West at the airport and gave him a ride to Alex Jones studio so we're going to be talking about that so I'll be having Jason on my show next Tuesday to talk about I uh a ride from the airport with Kanye oh nice <laughs> did he have one of those dash cams like turned around so you could <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty cool oh that's awesome all right well, uh, yeah, I guess for this podcast, just stay tuned. We're still um, putting some things together for this upcoming year, but we will be doing three episodes a week and a sub stack coming. Uh, I talked about that and like a little separate podcast episode. So for those of you supporting listeners of the show, you will be grandfathered into all of that as a thank you for your unwavering support of the Pedaling Fiction podcast. Um, for the rest of you, I mean, the, the podcast will still always be free, but if you would like to become a supporting listener of the show, you will get unfettered access to the, the new Substack. You will get into the Friday night happy hour group and hopefully some more, more content coming this year to sort of reward you guys for your continued support. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. I'll link to becoming a supporting listener of the show. Yeah, do all that for us. We will be back with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.